Welcome to this week's episode of the Power 5 Podcast. We are back and ready to rank our favorite superhero movies. My name is Kevin, and joining me this week is Christian, Colin, and once again, the Todd Father. Fellas, July is almost over. College football is quickly approaching. The Braves are doing business. What else is new? Oh, Kevin, thank you for having us. You know, not all heroes wear capes. And what's funny about that is Todd is only wearing a cape. So uh, just throw that out there for all our listeners, not viewers. They'll be giving away my secrets. That's right. He's got a James Gonsolin number on the back. That's right. I thought it was James Vanderbeek. (laughs) Dawson's Creek. There we go. That's right. That's right. That's right up Collins Alley. He's more of a Pacey Witter guy. I mean, Dawson's Creek isn't in the top few of those type shows, but it's solid. What about Varsity Blues, though? It's a good movie, right? Oh, man, fantastic. Love that. Come on. I don't want your life. Am I right? (laughs) That's nothing to do with superheroes. (laughs) What was the big guy's name in Varsity Blues? John Voight. No, no, Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob, Bob, man. Billy Bob. Coach says it's all right to bleed from the ears. (laughs) That was not another team movie. Same character, though, played Billy Bob in Not Another Teen Movie and Varsity Blues, That's and right. he was the same character. Hey, I mean, if, you, if you're if you eating peanut butter and syrup waffles, I mean, you're, mm. you, you are you're doing pretty good. Yeah, Listen, so. I got a question for Todd, okay? This is pertinent right. to tonight. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Like, do you want to shoot something from your hands? Do you want to invisible really cloak? Like, what do you want? <laughs> I think it would have to be invisibility. That's good. That's yeah. good. You can do a lot with that. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> so he wants. <laughs> so basically, what Colin, I mean, oh, I what Todd is telling us is that he wants to be Ant Man when he is an ant. I mean, I, of course, technically, you could say maybe Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange can be invisible, right? That's I'll true. take that. Yeah. Right. I just want to be Paul Rudd. Is he a superhero? Oh, I yeah, mean, man. not Ant Man, Paul Rudd. I mean, he could be giant, you know. I like it. Pim, Hank Pim. Come on. Hey. I want some of that elixir. <laughs> elixir. I barely know. <laughs> that work. Oh my God. Hey, well, for to all of our listeners who have tuned in for season two movies, uh, I think that that you you've started to notice that when Colin is ranking movies, he hasn't necessarily seen a ton of these movies. So I he kind of prepped me going into this episode, says, hey, I've seen like seven or eight superhero movies. So I'm looking forward to seeing or hearing which superhero movies Colin has actually gotten into. I don't uh, I, I don't want to give away too many spoilers here. OK, but okay. you'll find a specific trend with my kind of two categories of my list. I was not into any superhero movies. I mean, I would check out the Batman movies when they would come out, right? Or um, when the original Spider-Mans were coming out back in 2002, right? College days. I don't know. I was like 80 back in 2002. Yeah, I'm not really. I was going to say, sorry, my bad. Your kids were in college then, right? I was working on my 10th master's, right? Or or maybe it was a doctorate. But anyways, um, I mean, I've (laughs) seen some of that, but I wasn't really like super into them because it always felt like the same story, right? You've got a guy that is essentially beating up the bad guys and he wins in the end. And so that's why I never tuned in until my son started really liking some action figures. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch all of the Marvel movies. And so I started back and I've mentioned this on here before, but I started back with the the original Iron Man, the first Iron Man, and I've been watching them in order on release date, by release date, and I and I literally just finished up 
Uh, the second Spider-Man movie, what was it called? It's not Far From Home. Is it Far From Home? Spider-Man Far From Home? I can't remember. Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. But, I, but I started WandaVision last night uh, and watched an episode of WandaVision. So I'm making my way through all of the Marvel movies. And, man, I'm digging them. How about that? Are you ready for Thor Love and Thunder? Or are you still working on the three Thors? No, Ragnarok was the last one up until Th- Love and Thunder. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Love and Thunder until I'll, I get to that point. I want to continue okay. to watch you're, it. You're order. doing it in order. Yeah. But let me just ask you guys, those of you who didn't watch superhero movies growing up, what were you doing? Playing sports, kissing girls, beating up bad guys? I mean, God, what were you doing? <laughs> hey, I take it back. I did see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and watched it on repeat. Spoiler alert! Dude, is that a superhero movie? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Dude, Michelangelo, let's go. Wait, dude. Colin needs time. He needs to redo his list. <laughs> that just okay. changed it. Does Chuck Norris count from Sidekicks? Delta Force. What a movie. Delta Force. Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> hey, well, I think it's going to be a pretty fun episode to, I do to too. see. Because it is such a loaded category. There's so many different ways I feel like you could go with this. So it's going to be good. But we've got Christian leading us off. We've got Colin picking second tonight or going second. Todd's third. And I'll finish this up in the four hole. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Number five. Coming in at number five, Deadpool. All right, coming in at number five for me, I'm going with the 2005 flick Batman Begins. $373 million at the box office. Uh, Christian Bell, obviously this was one of his Batmans. Rotten Tomatoes actually ranks this as the fifth best Batman at 84%. Batman Begins, number five. Stupendous. Was this, was this the... Um... Tell me this, man. What was the character's name with the like the crazy bag over his face? You know I'm talking about questions. <laughs> was this the first episode <laughs> that that guy makes an appearance though? That crazy guy with the bag over his face, like a scarecrow or something. You know what I'm talking about? Vaguely. Todd, do you know what I'm talking I about? I don't know if I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my listen, <laughs> there are some there are some Batman DC nerds right now that are screaming into their radio. Well, do you not know that? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, Batman Begins, number five, man. How about that? Come on. Yeah, number five for me. I'm going to go with Black Panther. Ooh. Um, yeah, great movie. I think I love this because it was just so different, you know. And Chadwick Boseman did such Rest a great job. Yeah, man. Uh, it's going to be hard. I know there's a, a another one coming out later in the year. And it's gonna, just going to be hard to top that without Chad, Chadwick. First superhero of African descent, but first appeared in the Fantastic Four in 1966 was the first time yep. you saw saw him in a, in a comic. So number five for me, Black Panther. Strong. I love that movie. I think it's fantastic. Great pick. If you haven't seen it, Colin, I'm assuming you haven't. I, I highly have recommend that. I mean, come on. He's got Chadwick Boseman, right? Went to T.O. Hannah High School, South Carolina boy. Got to watch it again. Rest in peace. What a movie, man. Golly, the villain in that movie is just absolutely ruthless, man. Um, yeah. What's that guy's name? Michael uh, Michael Jordan. No. Yeah. Is it Jordan? I think it is. Yes, Anyways, it is. he's absolutely ruthless in that movie, but Black Panther is coming back around. Spoiler alert. All right, here we go. Coming in at number five, this is my only Batman movie 
that is making it. And it's not because I don't like the Batman movies. I think it's because I'm digging the Marvel so much. Like I said, I would watch superhero movies here and there, but I never got into something so much that I just had to watch the next one. But Mm. The Dark Knight is, is my number five pick. And I don't know if it's because of Heath Ledger or because the entire movie is great. I do love Christopher Nolan movies, but Heath Ledger, man, just what an absolute crushed it. That movie. Yeah, he is. And, you know, obviously he, he passed away overdosing after that. Was it during or, or after the filming of that? I can't even remember what it was, but man, just to get into that Joker character, I read that he stayed in a hotel room by himself for a solid month, working on his posture, working on his facial expressions, working on his voice, his how he said his words, he journaled how he was doing mentally just to get into that role of the Joker. But what a great movie. It's pretty messed up, but that's coming at number five, The Dark Knight. Remarkable. What a great one. You know, Batman's so iconic and just did such a a great job in that that role. Man, I, I loved it. It'll be back around as well. Number four. Coming at number four, we got the 2002 Spider-Man. All right, coming in at number four for me, I am going with Spider-Man 2, the 2004 flick. Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, uh, $789 at the box office. Obviously, it was a follow-up to another one, but it it was worthy of top five for me in a small list, a small sample size. Colin, Colin, did you have a Kirsten Dunst crush? I think that that would probably be a fair statement that point in time oh yeah i mean she was big during that time yeah for sure hey nice spider-man 2 love that it's good uh for me i'm gonna go spider-man 2 as well um yeah. i'm a big big fan of the toby Maguire spider-mans over andrew garfield and what's the other dude's name i can't think of his name right now um, <coughs> tom holland <clears throat> tom holland yes so, uh, but yeah, big Tobey Maguire fan. You know, Colin pretty much covered it all, but Spider-Man 2 for me. Rousing. All right. Hey, as I mentioned before, it's coming back around. Number four is going to be Black Panther, 2018 flick, grossed $1.3 billion. How about this for a fun fact? Wesley Snipes actually tried to get Black Panther in production back in 1992. The script wow. was actually complete back then, but it never got past phase one. They couldn't find, couldn't find anybody, I guess, that wanted to finance it and produce it. But I'm kind of glad that it didn't get made back in 1992. Um, or they would have probably remade it i guess with all the 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 new tech and but 1992 uh wow i mean what a i had no idea about that until i was doing a little research on black panther but looking forward to the sequel coming out i think it's called black panther wakanda forever if i'm not mistaken coming out soon how much money did you say that movie made again 1.3 billion billion wow that's That's, right that's that's a little bit of dollars there no doubt stupendous Number three. Coming in at number three, we got the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Coming in at number three for me, uh, kind of a carryover from my number four pick. I'm going Spider-Man, the 2002 flick. 
you know, wildly successful 825 million, I think, with a, a budget of around 139 million. Again, this is Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst kicking off, you know, that version of the two Spider-Mans. That was, you know, that and Spider-Man 2 were the last ones I saw. Didn't get into the rest of them, but really did enjoy those two. Outstanding. Hey, I remember funny story about that movie. I remember me and Ryan Smith, college roommates, friend of the pod, Ryan. Hey, Franks. <laughs> I remember I was going to Fuddruckers. I got a pound hamburger. A pound hamburger. Ate it all before we went to go see Spider-Man back in uh, 2002. How about that? How'd you feel during that movie? Oh, man. I probably still got <laughs> Hey, listen. I probably still got I was pushing three bills, man. So I'm sure I got some cherry Coke and popcorn to go with it during the movie. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got to have them. Oh, yeah. Got to have them. So number three for me, I'm going to go with Iron Man from 2008. Robert Downey Jr., what a surprise in this role. I think, you know, just kind of caught everybody off guard. And if I'm thinking about this correctly, to me, it seemed to like really launch the the superhero movie genre, you know, and made it just so much bigger. And he took Tony Stark, who was just kind of a mid-grade superhero and made him into a top tier. I mean, if you look at, I looked at lots of lists just to kind of see what people were saying. Uh, Iron Man's in the top five of most of those lists of superheroes. And I don't think that that would have necessarily been true before 2008. Incredible. Are you team Iron Man or team Captain America? Iron Man. All day, man. All day. Yeah, listen, I was surprised at how much I loved Iron Man. Was not expecting it. Completely caught me off guard. Love the wit of Tony Stark. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. just absolutely crushes it in that role. I'll tell you something. Well, you know what? It's coming back around. I'll, I'll save you a fun fact for it later. All right, coming in at number three, my mom's probably her favorite Marvel movie. I'm going to rank it at number three. We got Guardians of the Galaxy, 2014, 230 million budget, ragged up 772 million. I mean, it's hilarious. One of the first Marvel movies I remember just really being funny. Tons of tons of uh, of great cast members, right? You got Chris Pratt, you got Dave Bautista. Love Drax in that. I mean, you got golly, what's the guys? Uh, you got Groot. Man, love that. I am. Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. That's right. Ben Diesel playing that. You got Bradley Cooper as as Rocket the Raccoon. All star cast. Just a, a a great soundtrack too. You know, it made my top five in our soundtrack episode for movies. Ronan. Like a lesser known villain in the Marvel universe. However, I think totally hateable. You know, Thanos makes his debut in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, number two didn't quite live up to, to the first one, I think, but I'm definitely looking forward to number three when it comes back. Compelling and rich. <laughs> I actually haven't seen those, those movies. I have just gotten into the, the Marvel movies, and so I still have a long way to go. But that's one that I'm looking forward to checking out. Dude, oh, yeah, you got to watch that. And listen, it's no secret around these parts. Colin doesn't understand it, but, you know, I, I am a Disney Parks guy. The newest ride at Disney in the Disney Parks is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. You can find that at Epcot. Just wrote it last month. Fantastic, hands down, best ride at Disney World right now. It's amazing. Colin, that's for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Number two. Coming in at number two is the 2018 Avengers Infinity War. Coming in at number two for me, we've got a repeat. Uh, I'm going The Dark Knight 2008. Rotten Tomatoes actually rated this as the best Batman, uh, 94%. You know, really solid movie. Again, you'll start to see a theme with Christian Bale. Love, love the Christian Bale Batmans. Practical. Hey, if you like Christian Bale, you know, he's the villain in the new Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. I think his name is actually Gore. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Gore the villain or something like that. Christian Bale crushed it in that in those movies. Like it was so good. Uh, I actually just saw Thor this weekend. Can you it's give okay. us a quick? Can you give us a quick spoiler-free uh, a rundown of it? Like it seems like it's very mixed, but I feel like what I've heard about it, it is, it does not live up to the other Thor movies. It's it's not. It tries to be like too funny. Yeah, I think that's kind of the vibe I got. Um, but I'm not much of a movie critic. Like, I usually go watch movies and just enjoy sure. the time, you know. But I uh, definitely don't think it lived up to Ragnarok, you know, and some of the others. And, I mean, but it was – there were some humorous parts, but at times it seemed like they, they stretched a little bit too much and tried too hard. Yeah. Honest. Number two for me, uh, this is probably not going to make anybody's list, but I chose it because it's nostalgic for me, kind of where I first fell in love with superheroes and, you know, movies. Uh, the 1978 Superman, uh, which Christopher Reeve, man, you know, you don't get better than that guy playing a superhero. And it's like where you first see, uh, while it doesn't definitely doesn't compare to the budgets they have now and the things that they can do, you know, it would be considered pretty, pretty crappy by today's standards. But for that time, it, it really took superhero movies from like a B grade to to a legit thing that people wanted to see. And so uh, I just love Superman. Uh, he, you know, as a kid, he was my, my probably my first favorite superhero. And uh, those it's hard to beat that 1978 Christopher Reeve version of Superman. Powerful. So. You mentioned the word nostalgia going through your superhero movies, and that's something that I didn't play on at all for for my superhero movies, which is unique because a lot of times that does play a fact in into my rankings and, and presents itself a little bit of bias in there. But man, I just I couldn't feed off anything on on this one. So, um, do you think it's because you know it's kind of a new thing for you? Yeah, like the interest. I think, think so. That's, that's probably the reason why. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I watched some of the. I mean, one of my very first movies that I saw in the theaters was the original Bat. Not that I don't guess it was the original Batman, but the Batman with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton, right? I mean, I remember that. I remember going to the theater that night, and I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies quite often. And I know I watched some of the other superhero movies growing up, but I don't know. Just like. <clears throat> do you remember masters of the universe that was a childhood movie oh, that yeah. i love but i mean he man right he's a superhero takes down skeletor but i don't know just didn't play into it maybe it's just because the marvel movies are are that good they're they're that good unexpectedly so maybe it's just a a new fresh thing yeah yeah that makes sense so all right here we go coming in at number two man what a movie almost three hours long but golly i wanted to keep going it was that good 2019 film avengers endgame i'll be honest with you i didn't love the first avengers movie the second avengers movie was just okay avengers endgame was fantastic i mean just leading up to it every single 
Avenger, um, superhero in this. I mean, the cast is f- tremendous. The budget was $365 million. It brought in $2.8 billion. It's the first movie in history to make $1 billion in its opening weekend. How about wow. that? $1 billion in an opening weekend. But you got Thanos. I mean, just the ultimate villain, right? He tries to justify knocking off half of the entire world population. In his mind, he is doing the world a favor. There's going to be no more suffering. If if you live and half the other population is dead, then you're going to have this beautiful life and there's not going to be any kind of starvation, nothing going on, no kind of bad disease-ridden world. But man, he's just absolutely brutal. Love how the Avengers kind of rush in, save the day. They got to get super creative with it. It's just absolutely tremendous. Here's a here's a unique thing about it. So you've got every single character from the Marvel Universe playing in Avengers Endgame. There is only one person that got the entire script. Any guesses on that? Out of all the Marvel characters, you got any guess on who got the script, Todd? The full script. Ooh, you put me on the spot. The man, Tony Stark, Robert yep. Downey Jr. was the wow. only was the only actor that got the full script during filming of the movie. How about that? Trem- tremendous. So, number two, Avengers Endgame. Clutch coming that, in with the facts. I saw that that was, uh, and sorry if you mentioned this, but I, I think I saw that was the second highest grossing movie of all time. Is that right? I don't know where it ranks of, of all time. Yeah, I just said it I was good. Was second. Yeah. Number one. Coming in at number one, the 2008 film, The Dark Knight. All right, number one for me, I am going with The Dark Knight Rises from 2012. Mm. Uh, This was rated the third best Batman movie by Rotten Tomatoes. I vividly remember going to see this movie, kind of planning for it. Was definitely looking forward to it, which was kind of unique for superhero movies for me. Saw it at the Concord Mills Mall. Uh, I was living in Charlotte then. Grossed over a billion, 33rd highest all time. And just also to throw in, I mean, you had a, I really like this cast. I mean, Christian Bell, Anne Hathaway. And uh, Movie Web rated Christian Bell as the best Batman of all time. And I, I agree with that. But, you know, I'm, I'm rep- I, I see more of that those later Batmans, I guess, compared to some of the earlier ones. Stupendous. So you don't think it was Michael Keaton? I mean, I, I would go Christian Bell. There you go. So That's great. Well, what person did they rate as the worst Batman? Mm, I don't know. So you've got Christian Bell, Michael Keaton, George Clooney. I mean, right, George Clooney, I guess, has got to be it. I didn't I didn't care yeah. for those movies during that time. What other people play Batman? Val Kilmer. <clears throat> Val Kilmer, yes. Val Kilmer. Appreciate that. I don't know who that was speaking. The list that I'm I Brant. had rated Clooney as the worst. Yeah, it has Clooney to be, is right? the worst. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. All right. Hey, nice pick, man. Dark Knight Rises. Great. So I'm gonna go with my number one pick, The Dark Knight. It's the fourth movie ever to cross one billion dollars. Head scratchingly excluded from the best picture that year. Most people couldn't understand that. And some people have even called it the most influential movie 
of the century, which is that's some high praise. Um, but, you know, I think it's been on everybody's list to this point. Pretty influential movie. Heath Ledger crushed it, just like we talked about earlier. And just uh, one of my is my favorite superhero movie. Glorious. Yeah, it says it says a lot about the movie, the fact that it's been on everybody's list. And I, I mean, the only one. And, you know, I had it at number five. But in, and if I hadn't if I hadn't seen all these other movies, I mean, it would have probably been up there a little bit higher because it's it's certainly incredible. All right, here we go. Hey, coming in at number one, it is the only superhero movie that has caused me to want to continue to watch other superhero movies. And after you get into one Iron Man and you go to the second Iron Man and you start seeing how all the dots are connected through the Marvel Universe, man, it becomes really a little bit of a of an addiction. And um, I, I, I just love everything about the original Iron Man. So that's my number one, 2008, a budget of 140 million. Marvel was surprised at how well it actually did. $585 million. They chose Robert Downey Jr. John Favreau actually directed it. They chose John, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Because he was a little bit cheaper. Okay. He made 2.5 million, uh, on the first Iron Man. By the time Avengers filmed, um, Marvel was doing so well, and Iron Man was such a household name that he was making $50 million per Avengers movie, so wow. 2.5 to 50. But, you know, he was coming off a little bit of a, of a drug addiction, I think, and his, his name had been run down in, in the acting circles, I think, and it was thrown around that Tom Cruise should be Iron Man. It was thrown around Nick Cage. I, I feel like we mentioned Nick Cage every – that was awful. Nick Cage every <laughs> single week. Colin Farrell – Patrick Dempsey, all of these guys were considered for the role, but Robert Downey Jr. ultimately gets it. And he had to come in and actually do a, a reading of the script. And apparently that's a rare thing for a leading Hollywood actor to have to come in and actually audition. But they made him come on in due to some of his 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 former demons, I guess, that he was battling. But he came in dressed in a tuxedo, really wanted to play the the, the role of Tony Stark just perfectly. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, you got a genius weapons developer. The Stark industry name is just a, uh, a tech mammoth giant of a company worldwide. And Iron Man is, is the the creation of Tony Stark. I mean, he's the original Avenger. He's the original superhero. I think his first comic book was back in like 1962. And there's just all different types of spinoffs and alterations to all these different um, costumes that he has and all these different weapons that he has within those. I mean, just absolutely incredible Avengers Endgame. No spoilers here, but man, Tony Stark's just absolute freaking man in that. So that's my number one, Iron Man. Okay, I can't be silent any longer because Kevin, I think you and I both agree the only man that should play Iron Man is the one and only Jocko Willick, ladies and gentlemen. How about it? That's right, golly. 4.30 a.m. I mean, Jocko, Jocko's the only guy that could beat Iron Man, really. And Christian, hey. Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, I love your on? list. Your list was fantastic, man. You was got it? a little retro Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles on there. A little Colin, Deadpool. Anybody seen Deadpool? Colin. Colin Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds, man. Great. Great yeah. flick. Yeah. I know you like your Ryan Reynolds. Blake Lively's husband. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or as I like to call him, Blake Lively's husband. Once he dies, he's my wife, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, superheroes, season two, man. We've got what is it? What are we? Ah, Todd's a superhero. Week? You're running out of time. Yeah, I know. We're gonna finish okay. this. Up. We got Don't plenty of time. Man. We're ranking uh, top five episodes. Oh, of, hey, uh, no, no. Next week, man. Overrated movies. Doing? I'm looking oh. forward to it. Overrated movies coming in next week. Land looking before time. Having everybody. Yes, land before time. <laughs> that hey, is but, not overrated. Hey, Thank but we enjoy no, talking rated, a little. Right, super- right, right. Enjoy talking a little superhero tonight, right? Got a little different take on that. Uh, let us know how you feel about it. All, all the tens and tens of you out there on Twitter. Anyways, appreciate all of our listeners, and uh, we look forward to doing it again next week. But until then, say goodnight, Kevin. I don't know how good it would be if we all did this, but like, I mean, Christian normally say, says the most, like, what if Christian just like does his number five and he just says Thor Ragnarok and just like cuts it off. Like, <laughs> just try this for one episode. I'm willing just to just leaves it. <laughs> and I'm up, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, this is gonna be this is gonna be very interesting though. <laughs> this is gonna yeah. be this is gonna be weird. There's not a lot hey, of Franks. Feel. This is gonna be good though. <laughs> yeah.